0: Welcome back, ladies and
1: gentlemen. It's another edition of DIY Money.
0: DIY Money. Hey, Daniel. How you doing? Awesome. How are you? I am doing fantastic. How long has it been since I'm so out of touch? When's the last time we did it together? Because you've been on with Quint a few times because I was out. Yeah, you were out. I was,
1: I was filling in for you for a little bit. Um, hey, Quinn, it's I been a
0: while it. since we've done it. Yeah, I don't know. It's like you and I were hanging out together for like weeks, and then all yeah. of a sudden we got separated.
1: Everybody's just out or... We're all over the place.
0: Got through the holidays and then now it's like winter stuff going on. Yeah. Well, what's exciting going on in your world now?
1: Yeah. After the war, I just wanted to get as far away from things as possible. So Elaine and I
0: joined the Peace Corps. Hmm. We were assigned to an oh, ice cream. Wow. We're tribe. in like the depths of winter. We have, like, what, five snowstorms that came through Kentucky? Yeah, we're
1: getting a snowstorm like every other day.
0: So that's awesome. People in the north are like, whatever, that's just called winter. Uh, and people are in the south are like, What?
1: Yeah. So? It yeah, it's absolutely t- Well, we had like a super warm December. Like mm-hmm. December was like in the sixties randomly the whole time, and then January and now February has been terrible.
0: Yeah. And for people who don't know, because we're in Kentucky, we're like right in the uh, the in-between. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we have winter and sometimes we have summer, all in January and February. Yeah.
1: So. And as we're sitting here, well, the last time we talked is when we had the big snowstorm. That's right. And, we, <laughs> yeah. And now we staring at it. Snowing. Now we're looking down... Uh, a big ice storm, so that's gonna be fun.
0: Yeah, I would prefer snow over ice. At least you can have fun with that. Yeah, any day of the week. Ice storm. Do you get measures.
1: the kids out and, and go sledding, or what uh, do you all do? we
0: haven't done sledding because we don't own sleds. Um, it always amazes me the people who own sleds in Kentucky. Cause where do you put those the other 360 <laughs> days of the year? I mean, it's, it's like not a very yeah, no,
1: it's space not space conscious
0: effective. thing to own unless you have, I guess, a huge basement or attic or something. So. Uh, yeah, we don't own sleds, but we did, I mean, we've done, like, the snowball fights and the, the snowmen and shoveling neighbors' driveways and things like that, so oh, we've nice. gotten our fair share of okay hanging out in brutally cold snow, um so that was fun. So we're pretty much ready for winter to be over. We're actually recording this on Groundhog Day. Is it Groundhog's Day did Yeah. We, um, did it, what happened? Anything? I don't know. Uh, I feel like, since I mentioned that, I should have looked. <laughs> I'm guessing that he's, uh... Phil is going to say that there's more winter, judging by just how Kentucky's been, which feels like winter is never-ending. Yeah,
1: it does. Well, for me, it's like you get the one snow, and you're like, oh, this is pretty, this is great. And then about 15 minutes later, I'm like, yeah, I'm done with winter.
0: And everybody in Michigan's like, first snow? <laughs> what are you talking about, first snow? Well, the, first snow, and then it just doesn't stop.
1: I'll tell you what. It, the coldness that we have here is nothing compared to the north. I Just a couple weekends ago, I went up to... Lambeau Field. Watch mm-hmm. the Packers lose. It was heartbreaking, miserable, but um, it was an amazing time. But it was like zero. It was freezing outside. It, by the time the game was over, it was a negative windshield. So it was
0: that's crazy cold. And speaking of like regional, uh, I mean Bengals are our closest football team. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. So Bengals are. Bengals are in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. It is fantastic. By the time this airs, people will probably know if they've won or lost.
1: Well, I hope they win. Uh honestly, like it's hard Bengals. not to cheer for the Bengals. Like, I know I'm not a Bengals fan, but I'm yeah. gonna I'm are gonna they gonna the super
0: them... underdogs?
1: Um, or, I mean, you they know, I, I feel they were like good enough be, to get to the thing. I feel like it'll be relatively matched. I don't know what the Vegas line on it is, but I I feel like it'll be a good a good game for sure. I mean the Rams are good, but I thought the Chiefs were the best of the four teams left and the Bengals beat Apparently them. Apparently not. So, yeah, exactly. Go so Bengals, did, I guess. Yeah. Go I will
0: jump on that. Bandwagon I mean, train? Who wants, what do you call it?
1: Cheers for the Rams. Yeah. I don't know. So you got to go for the Bengals.
0: Anyhow, we got a good question today. Yeah, absolutely. About retirement saving yeah. and 401Ks. Let's get to it. Let's see what Brian has to say.
1: E! Ah! Hey Quentin Daniel, this is Brian calling from Long Island, New York. My question today is in regards to Roth 401ks. Uh, through my employer now, I currently have a traditional 401k and I recently discovered that they offer the Roth option. I do personally feel that Roth would be best suited for my situation. So my question is, if I were to approach my employer to have that traditional uh, converted over to a Roth, what kinds of things can I expect? Uh, I do know that I'll have to pay taxes on that lump sum in the traditional when it goes over to a Roth. Um, I'm just not really too sure what else to expect. Um, if you could just walk me through the process, uh, you know, your thoughts, your opinions on it, uh, any sort of light that you can shed, I'd really appreciate it. Love the podcast, guys. Keep up the great work. Thanks. Great, Brian. Okay. So, Daniel, just give us kind of an introduction of 401Ks, traditional versus Roth, and then we can kind of discuss about the conversion side and then also
0: utilizing one or the other. So, 401K is your employer retirement plan. You could have a four oh something else uh, if you work for a nonprofit, 403B, things of mm-hmm. that nature. Uh, there's 457s. There's a lot of 4s <laughs> in retirement savings. Is there uh, a reason for that? Yeah, there are different lines of the tax code. Ah. So 401k is like a section 401 parentheses K is the section of the tax code that then applies to the 401k. I'm nearly certain. I never that. knew that. That's cool. Yeah. So it's not like they just had to come up with a random name. <laughs> yeah,
1: I sing a little song about the awesome number four. You start out counting one, two, three,
0: and then you count one more. They just ran out of creativity, I guess. <laughs> but it's an employer-based plan, which means you contribute. More than likely, your employer also does a matching contribution or just a contribution uh, in some In some plans, they'll put in a contribution regardless of whether or not you contribute. That's pretty rare. Usually, they want you to have some skin in the game. So they'll match uh, up to a certain amount. And that structure could be very different. It could Mm -hmm. be they match dollar for dollar up to 3% or 6%. It could be they match 50% of what you put in, but they only will put in up to 3%. So if you put in 6%, you get the full 3%. Mm -hmm. And that's why you hear us talk a lot on the show, not necessarily put in x amount into your 401k but put in enough to at least get the employer match because again that's free money but we don't know what your employer match structure is because in a lot of ways they can kind of create a structure that that is sensible to the plan within some limitations obviously of uh, tax code and law but some plans especially over the last um five ten ish so years something of that nature we've seen much more as far as roth 401k options And what the Roth 401k option is, just like the Roth IRA versus traditional IRA that we've talked about a few times on the show, is Roth 401k allows you to put money in. You don't get a tax deduction on it when you put it in, so you're not going to see any um, reduction in taxes on your paycheck. But when you go to retire, when you pull those funds out, you're not going to pay tax on them or the gains that you've experienced along the way in the future, which can be pretty lucrative depending on your tax bracket now versus your tax bracket later. Now, keep right. in mind the employer side will always go in what's called tax deferred or deductible because that's um, compensation they're giving you. They don't mm-hmm. want to pay they don't want you to pay tax on it. They don't want to pay payroll taxes on it. So it has to go into the side that doesn't get tax paid on it, which means no matter what you do whether you contribute to a Roth Or a traditional four hundred and one k, you are going to have some at least. If you have an employer match, you are going to have some that is going to be taxable on that traditional later on in life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's important to do the math here, figure out you know is Roth better or IRA better. One thing I am going to criticize Brian for is he said I feel like. Roth is better for my plan. I would say do the math and know right? and think. Uh, I think that's really important when it comes to financial planning because we, we use feeling language a lot, mm-hmm. but it's really important to know. Like, just do the math and go, hey, I think, uh, I think I'm think uh, i going to be in these this tax bracket now. I think I'm going to be in this tax bracket in the future, so therefore it makes more mathematical sense for me to pay the tax now versus pay the tax later, things like that.
1: Right, yeah, I mean, and... uh if you and Quinn actually did a podcast recently about traditional versus Roth IRAs, the very similar 401k is obviously attached to an employer, but... You really want to evaluate, hey, am I in the years where I'm going to have the most income possible, so I probably should do a traditional, or am I going to have future years that are going to be higher earning potential or something along those lines? Like right now, I contribute to a Roth 401k. So through um, through our business, I, I contribute to the Roth side and then obviously get the match that mm-hmm. goes on kind of the traditional uh, taxable side.
0: Yeah. So now Brian is talking about he's stored up some in his tax deductible side. Mm-hmm. And now he's thinking about converting that, right? Which we've talked about before. Doing that when it's not part of a 401k, I think. There's yeah, yeah. Podcasts on that, uh, but this is kind of an unusual circumstance because not all employers will actually allow a conversion within the plan. So in some instances, you won't have that option at all. You have to wait till you leave employment, roll that out to an IRA. In a conversion, exact the same as an IRA, mm-hmm. you're taking money from the traditional
1: side. You can't do the part that your employers put in, or can you? Can you convert parts that your employers
0: already put in there? I don't think I'm so. I'm not aware of right. Being so able you able to do that? But you you may now that you asked the question, I just thought of that. And I'm actually curious that the, that that might be an option. I don't think it's an option, but it it could be okay so let's say it's not your
1: contributions Mm -hmm. you could take your contributions that are in the tax deferred side you do a conversion pay tax on them now and now they're in the roth side of your 401k but like you said that's not available for all uh,
0: no you definitely have to check with your plan because it's not uh it's not a default like this can always happen um like the a default of a 401k plan is you can contribute right a default uh a Conversion is not like everybody can do this. It is, it's, it's just not a default option that, that every plan will choose. Uh, if you do move forward with that, you really have to understand the tax ramifications because um, when you convert, so when you move money from the, the tax deferred or what you got a tax deduction on before to the tax-free or Roth side of it, uh, you are going to have to pay normal income tax on that full amount. So let's say, for instance he saved up $100,000 um, in that tax uh, deductible side, he's going to have to add $100,000 to his tax bracket, which mm-hmm. may very well move him up to the next tax bracket. Right, Which may mean that the amount that he's converting is actually getting paid at a higher tax rate than his current income. And so doing all that math is very important, but also making sure you actually have cash available to pay those taxes. Because yep. if you just convert it without thinking about it, um, and let's say it is $100,000 and you're in, you know, We'll say on the low side, you know, state and local, uh, sorry, um, federal and state, 25% tax, that's 25 grand that you have to come up with out of your checking account to make that happen. So understanding that is critically important, Mm -hmm. making moves to your um, retirement accounts that you don't understand the tax implications can be pretty shocking when you go to file your tax return
1: right and brian could start contributing to the roth side of the 401k without doing the conversion right now sure and maybe in future years he has the the ability of the cash available in order to do that and he could look at doing a conversion in the future
0: yeah i would definitely if he's done the math and he says you know roth is the way for me to go especially considering the employer side is going to be in the the tax deferred uh then yeah change your election and start you know putting that into the roth um as soon as possible um assuming you've done that math. But, yeah, really watch the numbers on the conversion because you don't want that big tax surprise. You also you also don't want to bump up a tax bracket, or, you know, and now the advantage of having that in the Roth versus paying the tax on it later has diminished. So um, one thing of note, though, if you do contribute to Roth and your employer is putting in the tax deferred, when you roll those funds out, let's say you leave the business... And you roll those funds out to put them into, you know, an IRA. You now have to make sure that you you have documentation of from that 401k provider what was Roth, mm-hmm. and what was tax deferred, and that those monies get into the correct IRA on your end. Absolutely. And not every provider is super helpful. Um, I mean, they're helpful, but they're not like they don't make it as easy as you think they should make it. So uh, just make sure if you know that you've put money into a Roth IRA. Just know you will also have tax-deferred money. You cannot take, like, the entire amount that they give you and put it into a Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to have to divide those monies out. Because some people, uh, they that's something they forget in the midst of sort of transferring and rolling those over, that some of that is not Roth uh, like they had been contributing to. So that's a slightly important point if you don't want yeah. another surprise tax bill. Absolutely. Well, Brian, you're asking good questions. You're bringing up good points. All I can
1: say, Brian, is you've been making really creepy eye contact with me all morning, and I want it to stop right now. If you have a company plan that you're currently contributing to, make sure to check on these things. See if you have a Roth option available. I think a lot of people do, and they don't even realize it, or they don't check because they're auto-enrolled into a traditional side of the 401k. So make sure you check with your employer and see if you have the options for the Roth component of the 401k. Do the math. Like, Daniel was talking to in order to figure out um, where that money should go and, and what the best option for
0: you is. Yeah, your benefits department won't necessarily tell you what the best thing to do for your situation is because they can't advise you like a financial planner or an investment advisor can, but they can tell you the options that are available. So that's their entire job, the the benefits department, HR, whatever it is, uh, wherever that sort of role is located uh so just ask them like hey does our 401k have this option or this option or this option and they might actually have to go back to the the binder of plan documents Go, you know, actually <laughs> no one's asked us that so we're not really sure so give us a week to research that uh but like that's within the realm of things that you as an employee are allowed to do is ask you know how the plan can benefit you the most so go for it Great. All right, let's wrap it up. The secret of wealth
1: is very simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Do so for a very long time. Make it a great one.